Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is, Who is Jesus? Part 4. Today we continue with our series that looks for answers to that huge question, Who is Jesus? There have been so many human opinions about who Jesus is. And there are different opinions. They can confuse us, they can hinder us in our faith and in our trying to follow Jesus. So we're looking to the Bible for answers that we can trust. In the first part of this series, we saw Jesus as the Word, the Creator who became human and revealed God to us. And we responded, my Lord and my God. Then we saw Jesus as the Lamb of God. And we responded by trusting him fully with our sin for forgiveness, reconciliation and freedom from the penalty and the power of sin. Then we saw Jesus as the Good Shepherd and we responded by embracing the security of his care, seeking a closer relationship with him and committing to learn to follow him. Today, we're going to see Jesus as our advocate. We find this expression in a letter written by the Apostle John. 1 John chapter 1 from verse 8. I'll read all texts from the New Living Translation. If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, We have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only for our sins, but the sins of all the world. An advocate is a person who represents another person's interests, The English word comes from the Latin word advocare, which means to add a voice. An advocate is someone who adds a voice of support to a cause or to a person. Now, if you were summoned to court to defend yourself against some serious accusation, you would typically appoint a lawyer as your advocate. Because your advocate understands the complexities of the law and the procedures of the courtroom, they can be far more effective in defending you than you could on your own. They become a powerful voice of support for you. Now, in this text, John teaches us that we all have to stand before God and answer for our sins. And he makes two things very clear. If we think we haven't sinned, we are fools. We're kidding ourselves. If we try to defend ourselves by declaring ourselves innocent, 
We are calling God a liar because he calls us sinners. Now, I'm sure you have, I've heard people say that they're good people and therefore they don't see why God would condemn them to hell. They usually compare themselves with other people who they regard as obviously evil. Such people may deserve hell, but they aren't like that. But what does God say? Let's take a look in the Bible. Psalm 14, verses 2 to 3. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good, not a single one. Isaiah chapter 64, verses 6 and 7. We are all infected and impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we wither and fall, and our sins sweep us away like the wind. Yet no one calls on your name or pleads with you for mercy. From God's viewpoint, he scans the whole earth, the entire human race, to see if he can find one who is truly righteous. But every human being has been corrupted by sin. We may try to be good and we may succeed in doing some things that we think are good. But our best efforts to be righteous fall way short of God's glorious holiness. We can compare our righteousness with that of other humans and feel okay. But when we compare our righteousness with the righteousness of God, we will hang our heads in shame, friends. Paul said the same thing, Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Now, some of us can see that. I hope you can. But not everyone can. Because sin actually blinds us. When sin has a grip on us, we can't see how truly wicked we really are. Psalm chapter 36, or Psalm 36, verses 1 and 2. Sin whispers to the wicked deep within their hearts. They have no fear of God at all. In their blind conceit, they cannot see how wicked they really are. Friends, when we realize that we are guilty in the eyes of God, then we must surely realize that we have a really, really big problem when we stand before God. If we stood alone in a courtroom with God as the judge, we would be unable to defend ourselves. We could try. We could make our best excuses. But we would be found guilty because we are guilty. No human advocate could ever successfully defend us before God. If the advocate declared us innocent, he would either be a fool or a liar. This would never convince God. But Jesus can defend us. 
how grateful we should be to have Jesus as our advocate. Our great advocate, Jesus, defends us in two situations. Firstly, he defends us in terms of our root problem, our sinful state. Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 to 15. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all our sins. He cancelled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Before Jesus saved us, we were spiritually dead. Sin was part of our nature. It was built in from birth. If we had stood before the judgment seat of God in this state, there would have been a long list of verified charges against us that proved our guilt. Imagine for a moment that you are in that terrible courtroom. Almighty God is presiding as judge. The devil himself is prosecuting. He stands before the judge and reads a seemingly endless list of charges that you know you can't deny. How could you possibly defend yourself when you know that you are guilty? How could any advocate defend you without lying, denying the truth? But then Jesus stands up. He acknowledges your guilt. It's true. But then he points out that he has already taken all of that guilt upon himself. And he has paid the penalty in full on a Roman cross. So these charges do not apply to you anymore. The case is dismissed. You are declared not guilty. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 verses 19 to 22. For God in all of his fullness was pleased to live in Christ and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. What a wonderful advocate we have. He has won our case for us. We have been declared not guilty. But then, you know what happens next. It's not that you're ungrateful. You're deeply grateful. But that person just pushed you too far. 
that temptation just got the better of you. And you sinned again. I sinned again. This is the second situation where we desperately need our advocate. When we are saved, forgiven, free from sin and condemnation. But then we sin again. Thank you, Lord, that we now know the greatest advocate, the only advocate who can successfully represent us before God. Our first text, the one we started with, describes how our advocate steps in now. 1 John chapter 1 from verse 8. If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. So John makes our situation so clear. Our goal is not to sin, but sometimes we do. Thankfully, when we do sin, all is not lost. All that good is not undone. We can come back to our advocate and confess our sin. And when we confess our sin, he forgives us and he washes us clean again. We're a bit like a little child who's been told not to play in the mud. But we do so anyway. We then try to cover up the dirt by washing our hands and face and putting on clean clothes. But underneath, we're still dirty. But when we come to our mom or dad and we confess what we did, they discipline us and then they give us a good scrub and we're clean again. Here's another wonderful picture of our advocate at work. Romans chapter 8. Verses 33 and 34. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most.
Do you sometimes feel alone in your struggles? Know this, you're never on your own. Jesus is always representing you from his position of authority. And our advocate completely understands the struggles of life on earth because he's lived here. Because of Jesus, we have full access 24 hours a day, seven days a week to the mercy and the grace of God. Right when we need it most. This, friends, is Jesus, our advocate. He represents all who put their faith in him. He has made a way for us to be declared not guilty by taking upon himself the guilt and the penalty of our sin. And as we live our daily lives, he is constantly available as an advocate to secure mercy and grace for us. So we can trust Jesus completely with our sin and our struggles, with weakness and temptation, because he is our perfect advocate.